Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi barakatuh. This is Hamza Foy, the Hikia 502 podcast. I know it's been a long time since we've released a podcast episode. I want to thank everybody for their patience and for their continued interest, especially to those who have reached out to me personally to ask about the podcast. Alhamdulillah, um, just finished developing a new website for the podcast, one that will allow you to leave feedback give me comments, suggestions, and overall, a much improved experience for the user. The intention um, for Ihya 502 is that we will resume regular episodes starting January of 2022. Um, Inshallah, at least two episodes per month, regular episodes, guest interviews, discussions on pertinent topics for our local community. As always, you're welcome to get on the mic with me. We can talk about whatever topic you would be interested in discussing and that you may find of importance or value to your fellow Muslim brothers and sisters. So once again, thank you for your patience. We're going to roll out the website um, over the next few weeks before the beginning of 2022. And then in January, we'll be issuing out regular episodes again. Jazakallah khairan. So this will be a short episode. I wanted to actually discuss a trip uh, recently taken by a group of brothers. Uh, We went out um, to western Kentucky to help clean up the uh, tornado uh, damage there. I want to kind of get into the nitty-gritty on what it took to plan something like that. I know a lot of people in the community, mashallah, you know, they feel in their hearts, I want to do something, I want to help, how? So we're going to kind of break that down in this short episode, and then at the end, I will have a couple of announcements for the community. So just hang tight, inshallah. So as... You all are aware, um, a few days ago, we had a rather strange weather event. Um, It being December, you know, we expect winter weather, but unfortunately we got very warm temperatures in a large series of severe storms rolled through Kentucky. Alhamdulillah, Louisville was spared from especially the tornadoes um, that came down and traveled for miles across Kentucky. Um, But our neighbors to the south and southwest of us were not as fortunate. Um, If you're not aware, because I know for um, a number of people, depending on, you know, what countries you've immigrated to, or maybe you've lived like up north in the United States, you're not too familiar um, tornadoes are basically windstorms. They kind of spin with like a rotation, come down on the ground. Um, they, you know, can kill hundreds of people, damage thousands of properties and buildings. So, you know, there was a couple of, you know, people, they, they reached out and they said, you know, what can we do? Um, first and foremost, um, especially if, if you have a busy schedule, um, feel free to donate, uh, 
um, whether that's material supply or money to buy much needed supplies to help those families who have lost their homes, those who are injured, those who have lost loved ones, um, definitely consider donating. Um, but you know, especially like the, 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 the young folks, you know, they, they want to, they want to do something. They want to go down there and help. So, you know, I told them, I was like, okay, let's, let's go ahead, get a head count. Let's meet up at the masjid. Um, and basically the way this worked, we, we didn't just go in blindly. Um, we didn't just kind of go down the county roads and, you know, just kind of pulled over somewhere. Um, a lot of these rural counties in Kentucky, the, the sheriff's office serves as just, not just law enforcement. Um, typically they're in touch with emergency management. This country has a fairly robust, uh, emergency management, um, framework in place. Uh, nationally, you may have heard of FEMA and basically their responsibility is in times of emergency, especially natural disaster, they plan out how they're going to um, repair roads, repair power lines. How do we clear out debris and damage? Um, if you, once again, if you're not familiar with tornadoes, it's not just that they, you know, it's basically like a wind, think of a rotating wind funnel that touches down on the ground. One of the other issues is that it not just picks stuff up off the ground, but it tosses it. And so you have to, you know, you have to clean up, you know, the houses, the buildings that have been just flattened and spread out all over the place. So anyways, um, you know, I said, you know, I told him, I was like, okay, hang tight. What I'll do is I'll count, I'll call these different counties that were affected, I'll call the sheriff's office and, and I'll see if I can get a lead. Maybe get in touch with somebody with emergency management. Um, so, you know, I go on um, one of the one of the like news websites, Courier Journal, actually published a map and it actually showed you the path of the tornado. And it, it you know, you could easily line up and figure out, okay, which counties did the these tornadoes go through. Um, one of the tornadoes, the, the, I would say probably the most serious tornado that had touched down, it traveled for 250 plus miles. So it touches down, travels for 250 plus miles, and then it lifts back up into the sky. So they had this mapped out. Courier Journal had a really good, um, um, kind of like a data map mapped out where the tornado traveled. So I pulled up a county map. Okay, I can see it hit Muhlenberg County, Ohio County, Breckenridge County. Okay, so I call, each county has their own sheriff's office. I call the sheriff's office. I'm like, hey, um, got a group from Louisville. We'd like to help you guys clean up storm damage. Um, do you know of an address or a location that we can go meet with others who are doing the same thing? So Breckenridge County, they said, well, I think our airport got hit. That was the only thing. Um, bear in mind, these are rural counties, so it's, it's not like Louisville where it's densely populated. Um, so Breckenridge 
only had a little bit of damage. So we drove down there. That Breckenridge County was the closest to Louisville. It took us about an hour, hour and a half. Get to Breckenridge County, pull up to the airport, and we didn't find anybody. So we said, okay. She she told us that this was just, you know, they only had a little bit of damage. Perhaps they had it cleaned up. All right, let's move further west. So I called Ohio County Sheriff's Office, and the, she, she was blunt. She said, honey, uh, a lot of the county is flattened. She was like, come to the Ohio County Park. We have a shelter set up. You might be able to find like a family there whose house was destroyed and they need help cleaning up. So I was like, okay, all right, boys, let's keep going. About 30 minutes more, got to Ohio County. And subhanAllah, I, I might share um, some of the videos that um, Brother Hannibal, Han, uh, Hannibal um, captured. Bear in mind, where we drove through, if I do end up um, attaching this video perhaps to the podcast episode or share it um, separately, bear in mind the damage you see in these videos, this is where the tornado basically lifted up. So that much damage just from like the tornado basically dying out. And subhanAllah, we, we drove down one of the, the state roads, and I mean, it, it was fences down, houses smashed. I mean, we were, we were just, we were making dua halfway through the ride because it was just, it, it was leveled. So we get to the, the Ohio County Park, got to the shelter, you know, knocked on the door. And, and keep in mind, I mean, you know, we don't live in that county. Rural folk in any part of any part of the world, honestly, rural folk, you only grow up knowing, you know, maybe 50 to 100 people max. And that's like the population of your county. So like I told the I told the other brothers, I said, just just be nice, be cordial and they won't have any problem with you. Don't don't be afraid. Don't, you know, ignore the stereotypes about people in the country, ignore what you see on the media. I was like, just be nice, and they're going to be nice back. So we, you know, we we pulled up to the shelter, um, talked to some of the volunteers, and once again, bear in mind, this is a small county. Not many people live in it, so they know each other. Everybody knows everybody. So we ended up learning about a family, a disabled family whose trailer had been severely damaged to the point that they definitely couldn't live there any any longer and we learned that like the trailer was hard to access so there hasn't been anybody to go out and help them at least clear off uh their property so i said okay you know i looked back into the guys i was like all right yalla. and we were we were mission forward we were we were about that that action so we hopped in the cars Drove back down the state road and kind of slowed down so we can kind of look, you know, more closely. Okay, she said a trailer. Um, it hasn't, like, their their driveway hasn't been cleared. Okay, we we ended up finding it. Um, I had a couple of tools in my car, but, I mean, subhanAllah, maybe one or two minutes after we pulled in, somebody pulled in behind us. A truck pulled in behind us, and come to find out, he... He was once again another volunteer. He lived in the county, worked for a construction company, and he had, I mean, he had the heavy equipment. He had, you know, the, the chainsaws and everything. 
and and we were like, hey, we're from Louisville. We want to help. And he's like, hey, I could use the hands. Let's work together. So we ended up clearing enough of the property for that family to bring in an RV to live in temporarily. Because once again, the trailer, I think we did take a picture um, of the trailer. And essentially, I guess the tornado had thrown like a piece of a car through the roof. Um, luckily, nobody was injured in that house. Nobody was killed. Alhamdulillah. Um, but we, we we stayed for, for a few hours and, and, and got that work done. Um, and once again, I, I kind of relay the story because I, I want people, I think a barrier oftentimes for people who want to help is they don't know how to go about planning uh, such, such a thing as like we did, you know, cause in their, in the back of their heads, they're worried. Well, I don't want to just go out there and we don't know what we're doing. We don't know these people. And so once again, that kills that kills the impulse to help. And like I said, I mean, once again, if ever something like this were to happen again, tornado, maybe a blizzard, you know, anything where a town or a city needs help cleaning up, like I said, contact, you know, the sheriff's office. Or look up, I mean, you know, we, we have our phones on us. Look up emergency management, such and such county. Find a phone number. Be straightforward. Hey, we're from Louisville. We want to help clean up storm damage. Or even if you want to help at the shelters. Hey, we want to volunteer at the shelter. Can you give us an address? And they'll, you know, more often than not, you're going to be connected to the right person, the right place, the right resource. You just have to make, you have to make that effort. Think rationally, make that effort. Okay. Who, let's say you were one of these people who who lost their homes, who might you need to contact? Think in that way, get in touch with the right resources. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to walk into dead ends. Like I said, we, we went to Breckenridge County, dead end we we got to the airport we didn't see because we were told um the 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 fire department's chief would be there we pulled up it was empty so it's like okay dead end now we could have turned around and went back to Louisville. we could have sat there and said hey Allah reward us for our intention but instead we we kept thinking rationally we went back as we planned this out we we looked up okay where did the tornado travel through Okay, which of the what are the name of the counties? Okay, we need to contact the sheriff's office, get in touch with emergency management. Hey, can you direct us? Where do we go? It it, it works like that. Um, and once again, um, if if you find that um, you have a a very busy schedule in the next few days, and you may not be able to go out and help in in person. Don't be afraid to, to, to pitch in and donate. Once again, if you want to make sure that your money is going to the right people, you're going to, once again, want to contact those sheriff's office, contact the emergency management. Um, another organization that I forgot to mention is the Red Cross. Um, the Red Cross, they're responsible for distributing medical supplies 
um, blood for those who need blood transfusions, that, that sort of thing. So the Red Cross is another excellent organization to get in touch with. If, once again, in your case, you may not be able to physically help, but hey, I want to put my money where my mouth is. I say I care about these people. Hey, can you accept this donation? There you go. Get connected with uh, those resources. Um, once again, I'm going to keep this episode short. Hopefully it's a, it's a easier listen. Um, may Allah reward each and every one of you who have gone out of your way to either physically be in the presence of those helping to clean the storm damage, or if you have donated even, even a penny towards helping any of these families that have been affected by the tornadoes. Once again, I pray to Allah with the sincerity in my heart that Allah rewards each and every one of you, um, if you have donated or physically helped, um, before I close this topic, go to announcements. Um, I have learned through um, Brother Simsuddin Hasselyik. He is, I believe, the current president of the Bosnian American Islamic Center here in Louisville. I have learned from him that a separate tornado hit Bowling Green. Um, I know some of you may have traveled throughout Kentucky, visited the different masjids. You, you're probably aware that Bowling Green has about three or four masjids. So they do have a small Muslim community. Um, to my knowledge, from the people I've reached out to, whether it's Simsuddin or um, one of the masjids that I did actually manage to get in touch with is uh, Al-Dawa Islamic Center in Bowling Green. From my knowledge, none of the masjids have been damaged. Alhamdulillah. I have heard that a few Muslims have lost their homes. Um, so once again, if um, if you want to donate towards helping them get back on their feet, I would personally contact Al-Dawa Islamic Center or contact the Bosnian masjid here in Louisville because they're connected to the Bosnian masjid in Bowling Green. The name slips my mind right now, but they're, they're, they're talking to each other. They're in communication. Um, so I, I pray to Allah that he rectifies the condition of those who have lost their houses and give them something that is better. And I pray to Allah that he heals the injured and um, helps alleviate the suffering that is currently in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Um, Jazakallah khairan. Uh, once again, we will be resuming regular episodes of Ihya 502 starting January 2022. At least two episodes a month. So I'm going to give you the guarantee of two episodes a month. Maybe more, though. Um, always, always like kind of, you know, recording um, for the sake of talking about um, pertinent issues um, issues of, um, the Islamic tradition. So there may be more than two, but at the very least two episodes per month, inshallah. You are welcome to step behind the mic. Don't be shy. You don't have an audience. This isn't the same as public speaking. So step behind the mic. We can talk about whatever issue or topic you feel would be beneficial to listeners. 
Um, I will definitely resume interviews with community members, uh, especially those in different professions who are playing different roles for our fellow Muslims. Um, one such episode I'm hoping to do and definitely record it soon is an episode about um, home buying and keeping with the Islamic tradition. So going through um, Islamic halal loans um, and kind of what resources are out there. Alhamdulillah, you know, the Muslim community at large here in the United States has grown exponentially. And that means the number of resources we now have really allows for you to investigate and to go through halal processes, especially when it comes to home buying and other um, financial vehicles. So inshallah, um, stay tuned, hang tight um, on Facebook, Instagram, and most likely on WhatsApp. I'm going to be sharing screenshots of the new website. I'm hoping to roll that out uh, late December. Um, got everything programmed, got the databases set up. So it should be um, a smooth process, um, especially a smooth user experience. So, so I'm going to go ahead and end this episode with a few announcements. Um, inshallah, these announcements will be of benefit to our community. First announcement is Greenhaven Islamic Cemetery recently held a fundraiser and they are still continuing to collect funds for a number of improvements. Um, if you're not familiar, Greenhaven is our local Islamic cemetery here in Louisville. Um, prior to Greenhaven, uh, we buried in Elizabethtown. Alhamdulillah, uh, the past couple years, we have our own Islamic cemetery local. Um, it's off of Fagenbush Lane. Um, Alhamdulillah, you know, they, they have ample space, but as our community grows, they want to be forward thinkers. They want to think long term. So the idea in mind that they're fundraising for is to buy an adjacent property, use most of that property as an expansion to the existing cemetery, as well as renovating a building um, in order for us to uh, perform ghusl there instead of contracting through any of the funeral homes here in Louisville. The other thing that they are fundraising for are two backhoe machines uh, that we will be able to use to dig graves instead of once again contracting with an outside third party. Um, alhamdulillah, I, I like the, the premise. I like what they're fundraising for. As Muslims, we have to be wise in the short and long term of our community. Our community is growing. It's not shrinking. So these improvements that they're raising funds for will be beneficial for you in the present time as well as future generations down the line. The other big announcement um, that I have is we maintain um, a collection of boxed gift sets for new Muslim converts here in Louisville. Alhamdulillah, um, we have a steady um, increase in the number of conversions 
And these gifts are really meant to make them a feel welcome. The, the, the idea that, you know, the, the community is gifting me this and B has a lot of the pertinent day-to-day knowledge that they need in order to be practicing Muslims. So you have uh, an English translation of the Quran. You have a sajada that comes with the uh, box set. You have uh, basically flashcards that help you understand both what to recite and the physical steps of the obligatory salah. Um, it also has a very good book titled Being Muslim. It goes over the basic aqidah, the how to perform the obligations that you, you would be expected to perform. And it also goes over the character um, that is expected of a Muslim. So I definitely encourage you, if you want to donate, reach out to me. I can give you the website and what you can do. That way I'm not touching any of the money. What you can do is you can go through the website, order however many box sets you want, set the shipping to Guiding Light Islamic Center. That's where we store them. Although, once again, um, if you take Shahada at MCC, River Road, 4th Street, you're, you're welcome to have one. We just store them um, currently at Guiding Light. But if you want to donate, I can give you that website. Just put in the address for Guiding Light, which I can give that to you as well. And that will, inshallah, be a sadaqa jaria that will rest on your scales um, come Yom Al-Qayyama, inshallah. Um, one more short announcement. Um, University of Michigan, their Muslim Student Association, is coming to Louisville to volunteer at a local organization in the spring. Their coordinator is interested to see if any Muslim families would like to host. Um, I think they said they have eight sisters and three brothers, uh, college-age students. They just want to make sure they're finding gender-appropriate places to stay, um, preferably with Muslims, because, once again, you know, these are kids that need to pray. Um, They need to be in a place where it's accommodable to our tradition. If you're interested in hosting a student, I think it's only for a week. If you're interested in hosting a student, feel free to reach out, hit me up, and I can get you in contact with them, inshallah. Uh, Once again, thank you for tuning in. Jazakallah khairan. Wassalamu alaikum.